Yeah. Ooh. Welcome in to the PHNX Daily Bet Show. I'm your host, Shane Evenbach, joined occasionally on Fridays by the one, the only, the Bobbert Brock. There you go. You kind of sounded like an Austrian like uh, fitness instructor. Like, yeah. Arr! <laughs> Let's Arr! go. That's like a pirate. Let's do this. Yeah. What do you call a pirate that rides a peloton? Ah. Uh, I, what do you call pirate? I, don't know. I thought you were going to have a <laughs> witty response. That's what you get with the PHN Day Bet Show. You get jokes that aren't finished. Yeah. And you get bets that. Finish them. That we finish. And they'll come to fruition. Uh, no, finish the pirate joke. Peloton oh, pirate joke. Uh, <laughs> the chat. Do that. Uh, oh, yeah. The chat. That's your job. That's not ours. Our job is to win you some money. And we do that courtesy of Bet MGM, which we'll, we'll, we will be getting all of our odds from for today. Guys, there's just a flurry of things you can bet on. For for the NFL preseason games that are this weekend, we got the Cardinals tonight, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. Seven o'clock NFL Network, Arizona Cardinals versus uh, the bullet that they dodged in Sean Payton in the mm-hmm. Denver Broncos. Yeah, uh, Michael Wilson going for eight catches and two hundred eighty yards tonight. <laughs> uh, you can't get those odds at Bet on Jam, but you can get everything else. Anything from an Adam Thielen over touchdowns to a Dallas Goddard under receiving yards to everything in between. Thankful for our friends at BetMGM because when you sign up using that bonus code PHNX, not only are you going to get one hell of a good time, but you're also going to get a risk-free $1,000 bet. Basically, all you got to do is sign up using that bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. Before our Arizona audience, place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses. Check out the show notes for full details, and now you can listen to me talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-522-4700, Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're doing the NFC East today. Happy division preview day. Are you excited about this division? I am. It's a division that did not finish under 500. Not a single team in the, the NFC East last year. Some may say elite. You, do you believe that? No. Yeah, I mean, it's not fraudulent. Certainly, there's talent mm-hmm. on at least the top two teams in the division. And then the the Giants came out of nowhere. Brian Dable, uh, leader of men with the GM. Yeah. And... I, I expect them to, you know, be close, but are they going to win as many close games and pull them out and be able to finish over 500? Uh, a little questionable. But mm-hmm. I will say, as far as the Philadelphia Eagles, a little down on them from a betting standpoint. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, once you're in the Super Bowl, you, everybody knows the Super Bowl hangover is real. Uh, but your odds always balloon, so this is a good way to kind of take advantage of that. I'm not, you know... I. My bets will say otherwise, but I'm definitely skeptical about the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yeah? Just because of Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore leaving and just that uh, kind of corpse of a head coach mm, (laughs) and Mike McCarthy. Large corpse of a head coach (laughs) uh, and Mike McCarthy. Yeah, we'll we'll see how that works. But He's calling the offensive plays. Yeah. It's a tough offense to F with and mess up. Yeah. And Dak Prescott won't. 
We'll get into that. Let's just talk about okay. the Cowboys right now. Yeah, how about you, them Cowboys? You, so you're you're pretty high on the Cowboys, you'd say. Yeah, I'm high as far as them taking care of business within the division outside of Philly. I think that they should beat up on Washington. They should beat up on the Giants. You think that last year's Giants run was a little bit fraudulent? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Okay. I think just ahead of schedule. And yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. not a Danny Dimes believer. I, I wouldn't say fraudulent. I think they they took care of business. They won the game yeah. that they that they needed to win and and then once they met a team that was more that was uh that was a better team mm-hmm. they got beat up they got blown out in the playoffs by the Eagles but uh I like Dallas I like even Mike McCarthy it's kind of like can he can't screw it up that bad can he and, yeah. and Dak Prescott could sleep walk himself to over 4k if he stays healthy he's got a wide array of receivers of course uh CD Lamb they added Brandon Cooks I think that they've uh, they really got stronger defensively. I do like the return of Dan Quinn. Like that yeah. side of the football, I yeah. think could turn into be their strength. Yeah, it, it, from an opportunistic defense to probably just a solid one this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the return of Michael Gallup, fully healthy for a full year, should be good as well. I'm I'm pretty high on him and, and Tony Pollard. Yeah, and good. we love Tony Pollard. And, and probably, if we're being honest, probably Zeke as well once the season starts. That's <laughs> um, just how it's going to go. Uh, yeah, uh, this team didn't do. Making a huge splash. So just like as you said, Brandon Cooks. Isn't it crazy? Brandon Cooks is only like twenty nine. That is insane. Wild. Um, Been some, about around the block. Yeah, somebody who's not twenty nine is Stephon Gilmore, who they added though, um, who's still a very very good corner. Yeah, um, he's probably their best like pound for pound corner, like coverage wise, less yeah. feast or famine, more like you can rely on him snapping and snapping. And then like yeah. Trayvon Diggs is a home run hitter. Like I'm not going to take that away from yeah, him. Yeah, absolutely I'm not. And getting LVE late in Rush back, and obviously you can't discount anything that Micah Parsons does. What about Mazzy Smith? What about up him? Up front, some beef for yeah. Dallas? I do love I like, beef. Yeah. I do love beef. They do have a lot of beef up front. They have a lot of large guys. Um, they we say Micah Parsons. You said Micah Parsons. Yeah, they, they have the best edge rushers, I think, in yeah. the NFL. Well, Demarcus Lawrence and him. Um, yeah, the Cowboys are going to Cowboy. Is Dak going to Dak, though? That's the biggest question. Is Dak going to throw 900 interceptions again? I don't he think said so. he's throwing under 10. I don't think so. I don't think he's going to. Yeah. So, But I mean, that's because it's going to be a very a little bit more conservative offense, right? Mm-hmm. And that to take kind of the win from the sales that they had under Kellen Moore where they were in the top five consistently, uh, that that's where the biggest question is. But I still yeah. think it's enough uh, that they're not going to have it up. Yeah, um, let's talk about the New York Football Giants now. The New York Football Giants, who had a really fun defense last year, and because You're of fun, because of who, friend uh, of the program. Oh, uh, yeah, like I I was fortunate enough to introduce you to <laughs> in the wee hours of the morning, uh, Wink Martindale, the defensive coordinator for the New York Giants. Can we can we tell that story real <laughs> yeah, fast? Absolutely. So we're at the NFL Combine. Uh, lasted this this past year, and um, you know we're out in the town pretty late, and there's yeah, you know it's it, the entire NFL descends on Indy. Yeah, so you see a lot of people, and I've been very vocal of my love for Wink Martindale's defense, and you know how creative they get, and they some you know, exotic they, looks. Yeah, they line up, you know, four <laughs> four guys stacked on top of each other, and they all just kind of scram. Right, uh, big fan of that, and. Bo and I have had a couple We'd drinks. We'd seen Wink and Mo- Mobile, too, yeah, in the Senior Bowl. Yeah, and I was like, look at Wink. Yeah, you were fanboying yeah, over Wink Martindale. And that 
somehow it resonated with me. Uh-huh. And even though I was a couple pops in, I was, all beverages in. Yeah, I was about, I was about eight soda pops yeah. in. And our uh, our Uber was waiting outside. We walked past Wink Martindale, and I just say, hey, "Wink." And I'm already I, outside. Yeah, it's like, uh, hold on a second. I got to introduce you to my buddy. <laughs> I bring Shane back in. I say, "Wink, this is my buddy Shane." And then I leave. Yeah. And then there's just Shane sitting there like. <laughs> <laughs> hey wink yeah, i said i'm a big fan of his defense and i walked out and then i said did you like introduce yourself did you know him and he was like no i just i just said i had somebody to introduce so yeah that was uh those are running with friend of the program wink martindale yeah no doubt about it all right well let's talk about the actual team uh ton of not turnover really just a bunch of additions and uh and, and some guys they brought back uh the only really noticeable loss for this Giants team is Julian Love, the safety, who is pretty big uh, in terms of playing yeah. time. Not really huge and impact-wise, but he's in Seattle now. Uh, and that's really it. You know, they 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 get that Saquon deal done. They bring in Darren Waller. Mm-hmm. Um, and they keep a, a couple other pieces, but not really much. You, you bring in um, Cardinals legend Paris Campbell. Yeah. And should be Cardinals legend John Michael Schmitz it, in the center position. Yeah. Um, yeah. They had a, they had a pretty, they had a really good draft, actually, I would say. I was mm-hmm. a big fan of their draft. Kid from Tennessee, mm-hmm. Wyatt, right? Yeah. Jalen, she, Jalen Hyatt. Yeah. Who is Hyatt. apparently just burning people in practice. Uh, that will be remain to be seen uh, with Danny Dimes mm-hmm. at the helm. But I, I'm excited to watch this team again. Uh, they could have the most exciting eight and nine season of all time. <laughs> like, genuinely good. Uh, do you have high hopes for them? No. Oh, no. wow. Pretty mid-hopes. I mean, what you described, they're an electric 8-9. Sure. Mm-hmm. I, I can I can envision that. Or 9-8. and eight, Or like they did 9-7-1. and one. Mm-hmm. Uh, But no, I'm, I'm never... I'm, with Daniel Dimes as your head, as your quarterback, you're leading the offense. I'm just... I'm not... I'm never going to buy that. Yeah. I'm just glad that Isaiah Hodgins is listed as wide receiver one still. Nice. That's a lead. I'm a big Isaiah Hodgins. He had a good se- comeout season yesterday or last season. Yeah, yesterday he was good too. Yeah, he was solid. Solid from everything that camp, I've heard. Uh, in East Rutherford. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. Um, also, they brought in Cole Beasley, which is kind of sneaky. Sneaky okay. fun. No? I think at this stage in his career. Like, yeah. Yeah, stage in his life as well. <laughs> um, okay. Like that's a, that's a pretty sad receiving core. Uh, it's it, they're all just like Mina Kimes put it put it really well last year. She said all of these guys are fine if they had like one guy to bump yeah, them all down one, one rung, and they don't though. Mm-hmm. So hope maybe Jalen Hyatt is that, but they have like six guys who's like who would be really good wide receiver threes. Yeah, Isaiah Hodgins would be a great wide receiver three. Darius Slayton, great wide receiver three. Paris Campbell, good wide receiver three. Wandale Robinson, good wide receiver three. Jalen Hyatt, probably good wide receiver three. And Sterling Shepard. And Jameson Crowder and Cole Beasley. Like, what are they're just a team of wide receiver threes? Um, and then they have Darren Waller, who might help in yeah. terms of that. Um, but yeah, and just their defense should be fun again. I love Kayvon Dexter Lawrence, Kayvon Thibodeau, yeah. Bobby Okariki. Like, they got some guys. They paid some money for Okariki, didn't they? Yeah. Okay. Comes over from Indy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Like, they're going to they're gonna win football games with defense and running the football. Yeah. So boring. Cool. Uh, Washington Commanders. Let's talk about something cool. They're not very cool. <laughs> I, I gotta. If I gotta. Is check Chase it. Young gonna play football again? Seems like it. Um, he, he got his fifth year option declined, but they could also franchise tag him if yeah. he falls out this year, and it's pretty much minimal, right? It's about the same price what it would have cost to pick up his fifth. Uh, but if I'm gonna look at the odds when they come out to open the season as far as first coach fired because i wow. think ron rivera could be in that conversation Riverboat ron yeah hitting the boat quick <laughs> just 
new ownership there. The casino in that room. They're gonna want to. They're gonna want to change things up. Kind of set set their own tone. And the things that are in place in Washington, I just I'm not buying it. Like obviously yeah. a lot of a lot of draft capital invested in that defense. And then that offense, you like some of the playmakers. John Dotson, good rookie year last year. You like scary Terry McLaurin. They have a great three, like, three receiving core. You like Brian Robinson out of mm-hmm. Bama, and but I don't like Sam Howell. No, I, don't, I don't even, I don't even like like him a lot at, no, at all. No, I hate him. I, I don't want, I don't want to watch him play football. <laughs> Frankly, I'd rather see Jacoby Brissett take yeah. snaps. But what is that? How much how much confidence does that inspire? So Washington, you know, I think they stay, they take a step back. Surprisingly, they took a step in the wrong direction at the quarterback position by letting Carson Wentz and Taylor Heineke exit that franchise. Which Taylor is Heineke shocking. might have like the weakest arm in the NFL. Yeah, but well, Cole McCoy has something to say about well, that. as as a starting quarterback last year, okay. he might have had the weakest arm in the NFL. But I still loved him. Sam Howell, you know what Sam Howell looks like? A budget version of Drake May. Yeah. And and that makes me angry. I hate you, Sam Howell. <laughs> like like snack size, yeah. Drake May? Yeah, in every yeah. single way, like, size, yeah, arm like strength. Kmart brand. <laughs> um, yeah, their like defense. You just took Drake May and you took the, the talent and then also just the size. Yeah. Yeah. And, and maybe punched <laughs> him a couple times and left him on the side of the road. You'd get Sam Howell. Yeah. Their defense is, I mean, they have a really, really good defensive yeah. line. We know this. Jonathan Allen is just this behemoth of a man who's been wrecking defenses since the 80s. Uh, <laughs> Montez Sweat is an elite edge rusher yeah. who came on late. Deron, Deron Payne. Payne is really good. And obviously, Chase Young, if he can stay healthy. Um, but the, I mean, when you're starting linebackers, Cody Barton, who couldn't even start for the Seahawks linebacker, it's not very good. Are they not really gonna the kid they took out of Kentucky last year? They, he, he's not gonna take a jump. Is it Jamin Davis? Jamon Davis? That's not a real person. Oh, no. Jamin Davis. Yeah, he he he's listed as as their sub linebacker or the same linebacker. So not good. Um, yeah. I know a thing or two about linebackers that busted in the draft. Mm. First rounder style. <laughs> Shout out Steve Kime. <laughs> also, shout out the Philadelphia Eagles for giving the ears on the Cardinals their head coach. That's right. Um, a lot of turnover on this team. A lot. From uh, the Super Bowl. Including that coaching staff. Including the coaching staff. Including Cardinals legend Zach Paschal. Uh, <laughs> and Kazir White. Yeah. Yeah. Can't forget about him. Yeah. Um, yeah, their secondary is going to look a lot different. They... The, the, Secondary, the back end. Yeah, the back Marcus end. Epp goes to, Marcus Epps to Vegas. Marcus Epps and Johnson. Yeah, he goes to Detroit. You've got the two mainstays on yeah. the on the outside. James Bradbury. And, uh, and what's it? his face? Slay. Yeah. But then brand new linebackers. White goes to, to AZ. And then you've got TJ Edwards in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So they already are bringing guys in off the street in like Miles Jack. That's yeah. not a good sign. No. Um, I heard so, they're sniffing around Isaiah Simmons. They were sniffing around Buda Baker. Yeah. Both didn't, don't seem to be available. What so. the Miles Jack signing says to me is that they just think Nicobe Dean's going to be good. Which oh really? He should. should Why do you good. get that sense? Because because they signed Miles Jack not going for a big splash. Who should be able to start at linebacker? All I think right. they think that Nicobe Dean's going to be that starting middle middle of the field guy. Um, Hassan Reddick's obviously. Coming back. It's borderline elite. Yeah, I would say he is elite. Yeah. Uh, and then, obviously, this defensive line is just freaky. Uh, Fletcher Cox and if Jalen Carter can come on and they don't even need another freak showing from Jordan Davis, uh, uh-oh for everyone else. Brandon Graham's still there, Josh Sweat. Like, that's just – it's disgusting. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, this the, 
they they're throwing out something named Reed Blankenship at free safety. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I've seen actually good reports no, about Reed Blankenship. Haven't. I have. That's you've seen reviews for a pillow company <laughs> called Blankenship. Not not a safety. <laughs> it's it's a uh, a mail service where they they, <laughs> <laughs> they ship blankets. Um, yeah, I I, I like Netflix. What they, the, I, I obviously blankets. loved what they did in the draft. Uh, getting all getting, of the Georgian yeah, cast off. Yeah, getting Jalen Carter, but then also Keely Ringo, who I uh, think stinks. No, you know what? He's the opposite of what like your Anthony Richardson's happened. Like when when people see all this tape and like start frothing from the mouth because of a guy that can throw an 80-yard ball. Like, they, they just see it on tape. They're like, oh, I want this guy. He's going to be, you know, he's going to get drafted fourth overall. Keely Ringo is the opposite. You know, he, you see a couple clips of him getting burned because he's a little bit slower and he's has bigger size. But that's size. his main asset is speed. Well, it, it, no, his main asset is his size. And and I think hmm. people underestimate that. So, I I, I think they, 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 they had a couple gems fall to them and – and they're just going to keep building Georgia's defense in in Philly. So I think they're going to be fine. I don't think they're going to be as good as last year. But, I mean, they figured out some stuff last year on the offensive side of the ball that got really dangerous. So yeah. we, like, I, I'm not worried about their offense whatsoever. They have the best player in the history of, of modern sports and the quarterback sneak that you just cannot stop. Right. Um, and they still have a buzz off. one yard. Yeah. Uh, I, no, I mean, and I, I joke, but like Brian Johnson, he's going to be a lot of what Shane Steichen is. So he takes over that side of the ball. Mm-hmm. But then they bring in uh, Sean Desai, who got a bunch of interviews this year. Like, I think it's going to it's going to be a lot like Tennessee was a couple of years ago. They made the switch at both coordinator spots. It's yeah. going to be a little rocky out of the gates. They're integrating a bunch of parts defensively. I think that they can certainly find their stride down the stretch. Is that gonna? Are they gonna be able to make up for it enough to hit like the win totals? Like eleven and a half is their win total to win the division. Are they gonna be able to keep yeah. pace with Dallas? It's gonna be tight, but it's. Gonna, I think it's gonna be a sweat. Yeah, I'm gonna say no on the win total only because of one player, DeAndre Swift, the worst player in the NFL. We can talk <laughs> about that in a sec, but let's go ahead and look at my props for the NFC East. No DeAndre Swift here, but tons of rushing props. How about Jalen Hurts over 10.5 rushing touchdowns? Uh, I mean, he felt, it felt like every single game. That's he was, a lot. I know, but it, well, it, it was a lot until he had 13 last year. It felt like every single game he was in the end zone. Uh, and I think it's just going to happen. Twice in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, more and more come next year. Just because of, well, actually, there is DeAndre Swift in this prop because I don't believe in him. And he's listed as their RB1. I do believe in Rashad Penny. And I do believe in the ways they could score. But the main way they're going to be scoring is is, is with Jalen Hurd's legs, I think. Um, when when they're going to take away the, the stuff through the air, the easiest way to get in the end zone is just shove his massive 565 squatting legs mm-hmm. and get it over the goal line. Speaking of massive 565 squatting legs, Saquon <laughs> Barkley, holy hell, that man has some tree trunks. And seven and a half rushing touchdowns is pretty disrespectful. Uh, just stay healthy, and he gets this. He sleepwalks to this. Um, not really anything else needed there. And then Dak Prescott, the dude threw a ton of interceptions last year. Mm-hmm. But two years ago, he had... Like some of the least turnover-worthy passes in the NFL uh, per pass, and I think he gets back to that. Uh, even with Kellen Moore gone, uh, I don't think he throws as many interceptions as he did last year. And twelve and a half is so many picks. Uh, so give me the under on that. Not bad. Okay, I, I would probably stay away from from the twelve and a half. Well, 
stop it. And okay? ten and a half is a lot. It's a, it's you're, a lot of rushing you're, touchdowns. You're you're a lot, but you're too much. I, I, I like to go for more layups. Let's take a look at my prop bets for the upcoming NFL season in the NFC East. I've got a measly two. I didn't know we were doing three. Dak Prescott. I do think he can get easily to four thousand passing yards, uh, and then scary Terry McLaurin. He has gone already three out of the four seasons in the NFL over. At least he's had at least five receiving touchdowns in his career. This is four and a half. He's going over four and a half receiving. Touchdowns. Yeah, that's a crazy, crazy line. I think that just reflects on how how ass, bad quarterback play, how ass Sam Howell yeah. is. Um, I think he's going to Bugs Bunny and he's going to throw it to himself, dude. <laughs> I used to play this flash game that was Bugs Bunny versus whoever he would play, and. Dude, you could either run or pass and run. You would obviously just run with Bugs Bunny. Yeah. But the passing plays, you would just like pick a spot and you would throw it up and you have to run. One of the finest games I've ever played. an egg flash game? I don't know. Let's take a look at as far as like the division and the win total. You can play a little bit of egg, egg flash games at work. You can play a little bit of it. Let's go ahead and look at Bo's forecast for the NFC East, you dirty little egg. I got, uh, I'm looking for value here because Philly is minus, I think, 110 to win the division. I'm going to go with the Cowboys at plus 170. I'm under on the to- win total for the Eagles at 11 and a half. It's too high for me, even though what they have 14 last year. Mm-hmm. And then the Cowboys, I'll go over 10 and a half wins. I think they sneak their way to 12, maybe 13 wins this year. Yeah, I could, I could definitely see that. I, I agree with that for the most part, uh, and that reflects in these this forecast for the NFC is Cowboys Eagles one two exact forecast. I, I like the Cowboys winning the division, but I also think the Eagles are going to be close for them. So why not get this exact forecast at plus two thirty at BetMGM? Also the Mandos. Uh, part of the last year as the Commanders, so I'm going to take their win total over. That's not the reason why I'm taking their win total over. I hate their quarterback play, but six and a half is crazy. I, they're not playing a hard schedule this year. They're in the NFC East, like, uh, and I know it's it was not a joke last year, but I it just the, they always play these guys tough. I still remember the game where they two years ago where they were playing the Steelers in the last game of the season, and they. This team just wins games weirdly. Uh, and six and a half, I can get that at almost even money. I'm taking the over on that. And then the Cowboys, as well as you, I'm taking the nine and a half, though, at minus 165. Um, just because, you know, 11's a lot of games to win, especially if you're you're a, um, a Kellen Moreless offense. So that's what I like there. Is there, there's no way that they have as much success as they had last year, though. The division as a no, division. not a chance. They, so, they are. I, I I bet that the Cowboys or I bet that the, yeah, the Cowboys and the Eagles. Don't like you think, like from a betting standpoint, betting against kind of their demise or, or them all the success they had last year is easy this year? Like fading them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think I think so, and I think you can you can get some good value. And as I said, the best one of the best things to bet on is a Super Bowl hangover. Um, and I don't think we see a drastic one, but I, you know, they had some cocktails last night, and maybe some of them were too sugary. Um, go get some. Go, go get an IV. Have you ever had an IV? Like, yeah. For a hangover. Yes. Really. During my bachelor party, it saved my life. Is it actually? Did it actually? Yeah, it did. It got me up and going, and then. Did you feel like not hungover or just a no, little bit? No, well enough to go get a little hair of the dog, and then I was back in the game. See. I don't need that. You just get a little hair of the dog as soon as you wake up. <laughs> but, but I could barely move in my well, hotel room bed. Oh, it sounds like sounds like you drank too much. I did. <laughs> so I overserved myself. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else before we get out of here, Bob Rock? No, I mean, I think that the NFC East is the most fadeable division, but uh, there's a lot of mo- money to be made. We've yep. got uh, NFC West, AFC West, and AFC North left, right? Uh, it sounds right. Yeah. Sure. yeah, it sounds right. 
Get some, got some fun ones. I'm looking forward to the AFC North, uh, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to the NFC West because we can talk about the Cardinals and the overwin total that we're going to smash. Right, Bo? Probably TBD not. on that one. <laughs> Guys, it's been a pleasure. As always, we're live every Monday through Friday right here on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel at noonish for now. Um, and every single Friday, we're going to be bringing you a division preview until the NFL season starts. We are getting so close. Week one of NFL preseason kicks off. It already kicked off yesterday, but it, you know the, the Cardinals preseason kicks off. That's right. Tonight. Uh, we'll see you guys on Monday. But until then, you can follow me on Twitter at Shane D. If you can follow Bo on Twitter at Bo Brock. Follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore bats. Follow PHNX underscore sports across all socials. Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And we'll see you guys on Monday at noonish. But until then, peace, love, and Sam Howell, I hate you. <laughs>